Hello and welcome to the Wheel of Time Rewind Podcast. I am your host, Dylan Stoll, and I'm joined by my friend here, Michael Whifford. Hey, it's the ratings episode. So as Mike just said, today what we're going to do is we're going to go through the entire season, all eight episodes, and then rank our episodes from our least favorite to our favorites, give a little synopsis of each one, tell you what we liked, what we didn't like, and go from there. We didn't get a chance to share these with each other, so this is going to be kind of cool to see each other's lists. And just a reminder, these are our own opinions. This is not fact. This is not set in stone. If you have a disagreement with it, feel free to let us know. We would love to hear your lists as well to see kind of where people uh, have maybe have a consensus or a big disparity. Right, but before we get into any of that, just a friendly reminder, if you want to contact the show, you can do so by sending us an email at wheelofTimeRewind at gmail.com. Or if you want to get at us on the socials, on Instagram and Twitter, it is at W-O-T Rewind. So, without farther ado, Mike, what is your episode eight? Like, what's your... Sorry, that's worded really badly. What is your eighth favorite episode of the season? (laughs) My eighth favorite episode... Now, I'm actually really excited because I haven't had the opportunity yet, and we talked about this, to rewatch all the episodes. So I kind of predict that some of these may shift a little bit. Right. But as of right now, my eighth favorite episode would be the eighth episode, The Eye of the World. Um, I what about you, Dylan? <laughs> Mine is the same. My eighth favorite episode <laughs> is number eight, Eye of the World. <laughs> Big surprise there. That's funny. Um, so this episode yeah. was uh, directed by Siren Donnelly and written by Rafi Judkins. And so Rafi's the showrunner for Wheel of Time. So we were a little disappointed, you know, that the showrunner's writing skills, you know, kind of left us with our least favorite episode of the entire season here. Um, and just, I know for me personally, like why this is my least favorite episode is just because of all of the like severe departures from the story as I know it as a book reader, but also just I felt like some of the, the writing was, wasn't very good. I felt like there were some plot holes that were opened up from what we mm-hmm. uh, what we know, and just some characters' yeah. deaths that should have should not have happened that happened, and some character deaths that appear like they happened, and we're like, how are they going to make this work with in terms of loyal and Uno. Yeah, and just, for me, it just was not the strongest episode of the season, obviously. That's why it's my least favorite. Um, What about you, Mike? Is there anything else specifically, like, why this is your least favorite episode of the season? Uh, Yeah, there's a few things. I mean, you broached on a lot of them. It left a lot of questions. Um, When I watched it the second time, I really just tried to go back in just taking all the book my book knowledge out of my head and just watching it to enjoy it. And there's definitely some really cool effects, but it did leave so many questions. It's creating some inconsistencies with how things work in terms of the one power and magic. And it, it just makes you wonder, like, it just makes you reflect on the whole season and why didn't this happen before? And yeah, just left some really weird options, especially at the end there with the Sean Chan creating the wave to drown the little girl. Like, very unnecessary, very over the top. And like you and I, like you said before, it's definitely for shock and awe. But again, it it was just more of a, this is cool, but why did you do it like this? 
Right. And like, also for me, one of the things I really didn't like about this episode was just how they basically pushed Perrin to like a useless character. Like he, he wasn't involved in the finale at all. Like he did nothing Mm -hmm. but swing a pickaxe a few times and chase after ghosts. Yeah. And then came back and they left again, more questions. They just left him. Right. And it's just like, why would they just leave him? Doesn't make sense when he was someone you were chasing this entire time. Yeah. But going to the positives of what we did like about this episode here. Yeah. Like some of the stuff I liked about this episode, I really liked, even though like I disagreed with a lot of it, but I liked the circle scene. Like I thought that was really cool to like Mm -hmm. show that actually happening. You know, the effect of the lightning coming down on the Trollocs was really cool. So cool. I thought that... The visual effects were awesome. Yeah, the visual effects were good in this episode. I also really like Pot and Fame's performance. Oh, yeah. So The entire season, he just gets, like, he's top tier. Well, he's also only been in the season maybe a whole of, like, 10, 15 minutes, (laughs) but... Oh, I know, but the way they used him, too, throughout the season, like, as a little, like, he's there in the background, I thought that was just brilliant. Yeah, that part was good. Um, I also really liked how, you know, we got to see, you know, the the battle with Ashamael and Rand's, like, vision there. I thought that mm-hmm. was cool. I liked Ashamael. I liked his portrayal. Mm-hmm. I liked the the vision that was originally Egwene's. I actually enjoyed that being switched to Rand. That was a change I did like. I thought that was better. I thought that was a great way to, if we weren't going to get the whole... Rand in the, you know, being the pie in the sky, fighting him type deal. Like, that was such a great way to sort of meld that internal struggle and sort of put a cap on his and Egwene's relationship. And I think they really did such a nice job, too, with the relationships of our characters in this episode. Like, even between Perrin and Egwene, that little scene there, like, you know they're friends. You know they're going to remain friends. And it was just very well done. All right, going on now. Now, here's where I'm very interested to see what happens. So, what, Mike, was your seventh favorite episode of the season? So, mine was Leave Taking, which is the first episode. (laughs) What about yours? So, I have a different episode, so let's talk about yours first. Okay. So, again, when I rewatch the entire series, this probably will change, I think, but... Watching this episode for the first time, obviously, I told you and I said it during our first episode review there of episode one, Leave Taking, that it was so jarring for me as someone who's read the books for so long and watching this episode, just the diff- the shift in tone and maturity really was off-putting. Watching it the second time, some of the things that I really left not enjoying was some of the pacing. It felt very quick. And it didn't leave me with enough time to really get to know, you know, all the motivations with my with the characters. And like, I I just there was some issues I had with it overall in terms of like pacing. Also, some of the CGI in it didn't look great. And I know like this was like the pilot and whatnot. Uh, And then also on top of that, there was some scenes that were a little forced, I guess. You know, the introduction of Moraine walking into the bar now, there was a lot of good stuff I liked in this episode. I mean, you know, one, our characters together. The whole, uh, the the mood of Edmunds Field being so happy-go-lucky and then having the Trolloc attack and, like, all of a sudden it's like a nightmare. That was really cool. Trollocs themselves were, for the most part, pretty cool. Uh, Pat and Fane, obviously, was great. 
uh, we talked about it before, like Matt's portrayal with his parents and some of that wasn't really that great. Didn't enjoy that, but I did like him and his sisters. Thought that was really nice. Uh, parent wife dying. I'm pretty much talking through the whole episode now, but <laughs> you, you know, some of the some of the choices and the liberties they added on there with Perrin too. I just one, it was huge in this episode that he had this. He killed his wife, and then it's just been since then they really haven't done anything to Perrin to redeem any of that. So episode one, leave taking was directed by. Uda Breezewitz and written by Rafi Judkins. So again, I'm seeing a pattern here, Mike, where your <laughs> your two least favorite episodes were written by the showrunner. So yeah. my second, sorry, my seventh favorite episode of the season was actually episode six, The Flame of Tarvalent. Oh, okay. So <laughs> why I that's my next one. So. Why I didn't like this episode that much um, really comes down to a couple of things. It comes down to Moraine in the hall. And I thought that, well, some of the scenes that we got in the hall there, of the hall of the tower, were good. I really did not like Moraine traveling to go see Swan through the Tarangrial. Um, I also really didn't like, and this is the bigger part here, I really didn't like the scene where Moraine was banished and exiled from Tarvalin. Because she basically goes out and lays all the dirt on the floor in front of everybody there. She's revealing all these secrets out to everybody in the tower there where they can all hear. She might have been whispering. They heard. (laughs) And basically telling Swan how much she loves her based on, like, in front of everybody when they're supposed to be bitter rivals and, like, enemies basically in the tower there. And I just, I felt like. There were a lot of scenes in this episode that weren't done well. Um, Like when Swan is basically cursing Moraine out the first time she sees her in the Hall of the Tower there. And then Moraine does like that, like slow bow down to the feet. They're like making a real show of it. Like I didn't like that part there. Um, I also just felt like this episode kind of dragged a little bit as far as the exposition of the story. Because the main part that advanced the story, and probably one of my favorite parts of the episode, was between Swan and Moraine there, when she did, after she did go travel to go see her and everything, that conversation they were having, talking about the prophecies, which again, yeah. just showed me how ignorant Moraine's being in this episode, <laughs> and in the series here, yeah. about not wanting to, to believe the prophecies and everything, and yeah, I just, I really didn't like this episode because of all of those reasons there. And I thought like the strengths of it were the opening, the cold open scene, the opening scene there with uh, Swan and tear. I thought that was done. Well, I liked that scene there mm-hmm. uh, with her and her father. Um, like I said, I, for the most part, liked the scene there with Swan and Moraine. Um, I liked the part there with um, Leandrin and Nynaeve. I thought that was nice. Like with Leandrin trying to like get her hooks into Nynaeve and everything. But all in all, I felt like this episode mostly fell flat for me. Well, you know, we were pretty much akin on that because my sixth least favorite episode was episode six, The Flame of Tarvalin. You mean your sixth Uh, favorite? My sixth favorite, yes. Sorry, my sixth (laughs) favorite episode was The Flame of Tarvalin. And this was directed by Sally Richardson, and it was written by Justine um, Well Gilmer? Jewel? Not sure about the middle name there. 
Uh, but for a lot of the reasons you said, I would also add on there, I didn't like that at the end, and I know we've we talked about this, that Matt doesn't go with them as they go into the way. Yeah, I didn't even bring that up. And <laughs> Yeah, and um, some of the just choices that were made there, the pacing did feel... It didn't really progress much. It was like kind of a pause in this episode. But learning about Suan, getting their relationship and the information about the relationship down was pretty cool. So it it's I think all the episodes that we're probably going to have in the middle here really did a nice job adding on to the world a bit in ways that we didn't see in the books. Well, really the rest of the episodes. Um, but what was your sixth favorite episode <laughs> i'm gonna get you with that aren't i <laughs> yes you are. all right but anyways my sixth favorite episode was episode five blood calls blood oh wow okay <laughs> so i have this one written down here and you know just as a reminder like this is the episode where there's karini's uh, funeral where they all come back to tarvalin basically where we get perrin and Egwene with the white cloaks and then we have mm-hmm. the scene at the end there with Lan being the main mourner for all of the warders because Steppen committed suicide. Um, so basically why I have this episode ranked where I do is just because of how short of a season it is. It is an eight-episode season, and we spent an entire episode on, like, something that doesn't happen in the books, something that doesn't progress the story very much, um, it was really just like an, a, an episode you would get if you had a longer season to do more things with. And I really don't appreciate the things that were cut to make room for this episode taking place. And that's really why I'm holding it against it because I thought the rest yeah. of it was done well. Like I really liked the actor that played Steppen. I really liked uh, the part where, you know, like, lands mourning for all of the warders kind of feeling all of their pain i thought that was a really cool scene not land like but still a cool scene and i just thought this episode wasted time add on to that the scene with the white cloaks and perrin and Egwene. i actually enjoyed that scene up until perrin started acting like a zombie and being with his golden eyes if that's how they're going to portray him with the golden eyes then i sincerely hope that they just kill him because that was terrible um, but I like Emmanvalda. I like the white cloaks in this series. And so I felt like this was an okay episode. And like, that's kind of like my feeling on this one is that it's just okay all in all. Um, but again, just wasting precious time in an eight episode season. And that's why I hold it against it. Um, but this was directed by Sally Richardson and written by Celine Song. Mm. So Mike, What is your fifth favorite episode of the season? (laughs) So mine is Shadows Waiting. Uh, This was the second episode in the season. This was directed by Uda uh, Breezewitz, who also directed uh, episode one, Leave Taking, and it was written by Amanda Schumann. In this episode, uh, this is where they're getting chased by the Trollocs, and um, we see the Fade for the first time, which was really cool. Uh, we had Moraine killing the ferryman by accident. Well, she didn't actually kill him. She created a whirlpool and then he jumped into it. (laughs) Well, yeah, he killed himself, I guess. But, I mean, 
it the whole how that was unveiled i really didn't like at the time and i still don't like it seemed very silly some good things on this episode we had our first dream sequence we had Rand standing up to moraine um we have them going into Shatter Logoth. They're separated by Mashadar. We have um, there's there's a lot of good in this episode. I mean, we have um, Mashadar. We have Shatter Logoth. We have them meeting the White Cloaks for the first time. Yep. Yes, and um, we have them splitting up. Some of my issues was was with the fairy. Uh, I didn't like that at all (laughs) i still don't like that at all i think some of like matt's animosity towards moraine is still somewhat unfounded i feel like they were really trying to push him not trusting her right from the beginning even though you know she saved his dad's life and that that whole dynamic didn't quite so wait you mean rand not matt rand yes sorry rand didn't quite match up well. I mean, it did make for good TV, like, when he, like, finally stood up to her and, like, you know, and then there was some good humor and good dialogue there, but that whole relationship didn't really settle well with me. And creating an injury for Moraine from the Trolloc attack and having that be an issue still that, you know, leads to episode four and her being healed, I just... That one just didn't sit as well with me as some of the other ones. I like this episode quite a bit, but I liked other ones better. All right, Dylan, what about your fourth favorite fifth episode? Favorite. Fifth favorite. Yes, so my fifth favorite episode is Leave Taking, um, which is the first episode of the season here. Again, <laughs> um, we already went over the director and writer for this one here, but why I have this ranked as my fifth favorite episode of the season is because it was just our introduction into the world of Wheel of Time on the screen here, and that alone, and, see, and seeing the characters being portrayed, you know, that alone places it higher, just because, you know, just the anticipation, the waiting for it type of thing. Really like the battle with Moraine and Lan. Really like the women's circle scene with Nynaeve Egwene and the rest of the, the women's circle there. I thought that was cool. Um, I also, you know, thought that this was our first look at Trollocs and again, how good they looked, but there were a lot of things that I did not like at all about this episode, including Perrin killing his wife, which is the biggest thing I did not like. Um, again, the pacing, you know, that is a valid concern and like, I have this ranked higher than you and maybe after I rewatch the series as a whole, I'll feel differently, but for me, like this, just having the anticipation and like the reveal of the anticipation, you know, because you're seeing it, mm. that pushed it up there because of how much I was like looking forward to the season actually happening. So that's really why I have it ranked number five. And again, this is an eight episode season, um, so it's this one here really did do the job it was meant to do, which was give you a brief introduction to the characters and push them out on their adventure. Could have been done yeah. better, sure. Um, but was it as bad as episode eight? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So, Mike, what is your fourth favorite episode? So, The Dark Along the Ways. Um, this was directed by Sierra and Donnelly, written by Amanda Kate Schumann and Catherine B. McKenna. And so this is episode seven, the one right before The Eye of the World. 
this episode was really cool because we got to see the ways. And I'm going to start here. Some of the negatives I had with this episode was how quickly they got through the ways. Loyal, kind of not being useful at all. Ugh, man, I can't get over that. Um, also, like how the Black Wind was basically just a mean girl talking to them. Yeah. Um, and that was supposed to be terrifying. Like, <laughs> just kind of, I just felt like a really, just a wasted opportunity. And it makes you wonder, like, why they even brought Loyal in the first place. And, uh, you know, and then in episode eight, they subsequently stab him. With the martial art, so, or with a Shadow Logan dagger. <laughs> yes. And after we, like, you brought up during, after they get out of the ways in episode seven, he disappears. Yeah. And you don't see him again. Uh, I, some of the things that, oh, and other things I didn't like was in Faldara. Yeah, Agamar. Agamar. Yeah. yeah. Not the actor. I thought he did, you know, he, was, he did a fine job, but how they chose to portray him just did not make sense. Um, some of the good things in this episode, though, we had some, we had a lot of good. We had Lan and Nynaeve's relationship. We had Rand revealing he was the dragon. That was, both of those were really cool additions to the story. Min being introduced, liked Min, liked what they did with her. I thought all that was really great. Um, oh, the other thing I didn't like so much was kind of the implosion of the relationship between Perrin and Rand. Like, and that never kind of got made up. Right, right. They actually never do so. talk again after they have that fight that, that we see. No. Mm. So that, you know, it had a lot of positives, but it had a lot of things holding it back. Honestly, thinking about it, I might I might even move Shadow's Wait, or Shadow's waiting into this spot and move that this one down just because of all these negatives. But that's for another time. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what was your fourth favorite episode so my fourth favorite episode was shadows waiting <laughs> and so again this is in the so now we're in like the top half of the episodes for the season now. yeah so like all of these ones here are going to be episodes that we actually liked so for me shadows waiting deserves this spot here at four for me because i like i really like the cold open with the white cloaks Really like what they did with them. Oh, yeah. I thought that was one of the better changes that they made to the series here. I also really enjoyed just the twisting of the words that Moraine demonstrated when talking to the White Cloaks. Like, talking about, oh, my sister is in Whitebridge. You know, like, not sister-sister, but I said I sister And, like, talking about, like, oh, you wouldn't believe me if I told you what happened. And just, like, her not lying lying was good. Mm. I really enjoyed yeah, that. That was a good point. I also really mm. enjoyed the Sing, the Sing for Minothrin song that was in this episode. Mm. So, oh, I forgot about that. Again, one of the high points of the season for me. One of Should have just got a number one. <laughs> almost, right? Uh, we'll see later on. Uh, but, yeah, that was, a, that was a high point for the season. Um, mm. I also just thought, you know, this episode, as far as what I didn't like... I didn't really like how they portrayed um, Mashadar. I didn't. I thought that that could have been done better. Um, the Shadow Logoth scenes, all in all, were good. I enjoyed seeing like a larger city there because that was like the first big city that we got to see. Yeah. But again, not my absolute favorite episode. I thought the ending in particular was okay. 
Um, I didn't like the Perrin and Egwene jumping off the wall into the water bit. I did like the Nynaeve holding a knife to Lan's throat. I thought that was cool, even though she could never sneak up on him in real in the book canon. Um, but also, I almost said real life, and none of this is real. <laughs> yeah. But all okay. in all, you know, like this is a good episode. Um, definitely in the top tier for me, as you can see by it being my number four. Yeah. All right, Mike. So, what is your third favorite episode now here's where we get into so, the meat of it all yeah my third favorite would probably be blood calls blood i know you had some issues there with it basically taking away from other stories that they could have done and i do agree with you that they did make time for this where they could have you know added in some other characters like we've talked about um with elias elias but i think it was especially in such a like a visual medium it's so needed to help show this world and like explain things that happen that you know we don't necessarily see in the book like the warder's funeral burying of all the dead um i just felt like this episode helped with so much world building and we also got to see the white cloaks which is pretty cool <laughs> And the capture there was pretty cool. I know I had an issue with the ending, and I think that was probably my my biggest negative with this episode would be the ending and how poor Perrin was betrayed with the golden eyes. And hopefully that gets adjusted as they go on. Hopefully, you yeah. Know? Um, but I think you know the torture scene and like it, there was so much that happened in this episode that just you were invested in. And from start to finish, I really enjoyed it. Outside of the white cloak escape scene. Uh, but the Warder Funeral at the end was fantastic. Rand and Matt arriving in Tarvon, us seeing the city, like, that was all so cool. It was the first time I didn't feel like they were just in the middle of, with no one around, you know? I felt like there was actually a presence of people. Having um, Pat and Fane, like, show up was just such such an awesome moment. Knowing they went to Basil Gill's, like, uh in was just so great and it you know it it hit on so many things for me that and meeting loyal and loyal being i know he was jarring at first i never had an issue with how he looked i still i still don't have an issue with that but like having that dialogue between them was just so great this was really just like a love letter i feel like to fans from the book like giving them some some so many things from the book and yeah it was it was just I really enjoyed this episode um, and seeing the, I think too, like the grief of Stepin and like the warder dynamic that we never get to see in the books because we never get that perspective. It's just so rich. So that's why that ended up on number three for me. Uh, I will say though, after you talking about shadows waiting, I probably would move dark along the ways to number five and put shadows waiting at number four. Those two I did debate on, but I would probably switch those two. Yeah, I mean, this is but still anyway, an early on ranking thing. Like, this will this will probably change at least 50 more times. Probably. Um, anyway, Dylan, what is your third favorite episode? My third favorite episode is episode three, A Place of Safety. Oh, okay. So I have this one rated as number three for me because I really liked being introduced to Tom, Marilyn. I thought that mm. was really cool. I really like the concept of the reveal of the dark friend there that we had the bar oh, made yeah. there. I thought that was done really well. 
Um, I just also thought, you know, this episode was really cool just to get those main themes introduced of, you know, like, oh, anybody could be the dark friend. You can't really trust anyone. I liked the moments with Tom and Matt talking about the Aiel and just a little, like, foreshadowing of what's to come with them. Um, you know, just giving a little history of them as well. I also just, you know, did like the introduction of the Tinkers as well, even though at first it was a little weird how they were, like, first introduced walking out of the shadows. But once you got to meet them and go and see them and all, I did like that part. You know, being in the Tinker camp felt cool. Um, I also really liked the flashback scene to show how Nynaeve escaped. I thought that was done quite well. Um... What I didn't really like that much about this episode um, was, again, the very first introduction of the Tinkers, like walking out of the shadows, looking a little ominous and scary. Tinkers wouldn't do that. That just was a little weird. That's true. Um, I also and, didn't really like, yeah. sorry to steamroll you, but... No, you're fine. <laughs> um, I also really didn't like um, the Nynaeve and Lan scene in the woods that much for this episode, where like she was like, basically oh no i'm not gonna heal moraine why should i heal moraine and like yeah. you know just that you know Nynaeve has never liked moraine but she would reluctantly heal her um, without too much <laughs> too much fuss which i think they were trying to get through but. yeah but all in all again this is my third favorite episode of the season here so i did like this episode overall it was directed by wayne yip and written by the clarkson twins so, Mike, nice. what is your second favorite episode of the season? My second favorite episode of the season is episode four, The Dragon Reborn. Uh, it was directed by Wayne Yip and written by Dave Hill. So you probably have sussed out my first favorite episode. Uh-huh, yep. <laughs> uh, and I've sussed out yours, obviously. Um, so episode four, which... Dragon Reborn, we get a really awesome cold open there with Loghain. Uh, I mean, this episode is great. We got Loghain, we got the whole fight scene between the Dragon Sworn and the Aes Sedai. You got fight in the power here. You got an explanation of the way of the leaf. You have um, Rand and Matt and Tom traveling together, and then subsequently the Merdral killing, or maybe Matt killing the family. And then the fight between Tom and the Murder Draw, which only happens for a second before they run. So, real uh, quick, sorry to interrupt your little soliloquy here, but this yeah. is where I wanted to jump in. So, if okay, you go cool. into the Wikipedia for the episode listing of Wheel of Time, it will provide you a, little, a brief summary of every episode. For the summary of this episode, it specifies that the Fade killed the family. It also oh. specifies that... Tom provides a distraction while the other group runs. So no mention of Tom being dead. So he's... Well, they... Yeah, yeah he's, he's fine. fine. We, knew we, we knew that. But, I mean, show canon-wise, he is going to yeah. be continuing on. And also, I really did like the confirmation that Matt did not kill the family, that it was indeed the Fade, the Merdral. And I hope, I hope he learns that at some point as well. Um, but... I, I like this episode for so many reasons. Obviously, it was my number two episode, so I like this episode a lot. It did so much that was good. Uh, some of the things that held it back for me were just um, 
well, also, I love the relationship between Nynaeve and Lan in this episode. The warder relationships we got to learn more about. It was all really good. I just didn't like uh, some of the battle there between the Aes Sedai and like the Dragon Swarm, like we've talked about. It was like a bunch of rabble, and it was just chaos. It wasn't very well organized, and I feel like Aes Sedai would have a very organized front of attack where they would lead... They would they would do something. They would it just yeah. Watching it, they ran into the woods after they had him like in a bottleneck position. You would keep him in the bottleneck position and use the power to just like stop them. You know it it didn't make much sense to me in that sense. Uh, the whole scene there too with uh, at the end, Nynaeve's mega heal, like it was really cool. Still. Mm, felt kind of, I don't know, like Super Saiyan, like, let's just be OP to be OP. But <laughs> I'm nitpicking. Obviously, again, this is my second favorite episode, so I, I really liked it. But we'll get into my first favorite in just a moment. Dylan, what was your second favorite episode? So my second favorite episode has actually changed since we started talking here. So <laughs> you talking about the dark along the ways demoted it from my first favorite to my second favorite. Oh, wow. (laughs) So my second favorite episode is episode seven, the dark along the ways. And Oh, wow. They got high up. It did. I, so you missed when you were talking about it man. you missed the best scene, the blood snow. So, Oh, that's true. Yes. The cold open. open. That was the great part of it, but, I did lay out all the negatives. You did, yes. So, but the cold open alone ranks this episode super high up for me. I really enjoyed seeing Tigrain fighting there on the slopes of Dragon Mount. And I thought that was done really well. Again, I I really liked the reveal for Rand being the Dragon Reborn. Um, I really liked seeing Min for the first time. And I liked, you know, just the the hidden pot and fane as you go throughout the episode there um the things i did have a problem though with this episode were the same things you laid out they spent way too little time in the ways the disappearance of loyal the portrayal of agomar and i felt like those were all weaker spots the relationship development between land and Nynaeve was another strength though and the parent and rand butting heads over who gets a Gwen. That was that was a little bad. But still on the strength alone, basically, of that opening scene, the cold open there, this is now my second favorite episode of the season. So that again is episode seven, Dark Along the Ways. So, Mike. Oh, I don't think we ever mentioned the writer and director of this episode. So episode seven is directed by Sierra Donnelly, written by Amanda Kate Schumann and Catherine B. McKenna. Oh, I did mention it, but it's all good. Okay. <laughs> so okay. talk about My your favorite, favorite episode. episode. Yes. My favorite episode is episode three, A Place of Safety. Again, this was directed by Wayne Yip, and it was written by the Clarkson Twins. What can I say in this episode here? There was just... Uh, thinking back on the episodes as I was watching through the season and like when we were recording and stuff, this one got me so excited for what was to come. We had Nynaeve escaping the Trolloc, which was such an awesome scene. We had the whole episode 
building up to the very end where we had the dark friend reveal. And that was just amazing. If that's how I wanted dark friends to be like, you would never suspect, you know, and that character was so likable. Yeah. (laughs) And it, it set it it set it up so that way you started to question and i'm actually kind of upset that they haven't brought it back again right it was just the I mean, one outside dark friend? Of, outside of um pat and fane you know but like have it be someone else like this is such a f- like such a mechanic in the wheel of time books that you never know who's a dark friend have that be in there like even if you have to just make up a random character, you're doing that anyway sometimes, or you're you know morphing characters together. Like, lead it to question. And I think this set up such a great way to do that. And I mean, we've even talked about oh maybe this person could be a dark friend. Like, it's it's done so well. Like I know we have um, there is some middle stuff in here where they're tromping through the wilderness. We have the <clears throat> kickers introduced, and it's a little ominous, but Again, it was just kind of funny because then you had Aram there trying to, you know, kind of cutting the tension. Right, and a little jokey. You had, yeah, and you kind of had teasings of the wolves, like, helping Perrin out. I I liked, I, I think really the focus in this episode for me was just on Rand and Matt, their dynamic together, some of the humor they had, and then, like, meeting Tom. Like, that was so awesome. Tom and having those scenes between Tom and Matt as well. I just, this episode for me was just my favorite because just had so much good going on with it. And like, I think the dark friend thing probably carried it a lot, but overall it's my favorite. What about yours, Dylan? So tell us about your favorite. episode. So my favorite episode is episode four, the dragon reborn. And so, for me, what really carried this to the top for me was just the performance of Loghain. I feel like he was one of the best actors in the entire series so far. I really enjoyed the cold open scene there with him taking over Gildon and, like, the the taint power, or taint people, or corruption people, oh, I'm sorry. Corruption. Yeah, Yeah, the corruption people talking in his ears there. Which you never really saw again well there hasn't really been another male chandler until rand and rand's not as far along as Loghain. so but yeah you see just how awesome Loghain is i really like the concept of you know moraine questioning everything she thought she knew and i really liked the little like battle that they had there and the gentling of Loghain. i thought was one of the most amazing scenes in in the series so far thought that was done really well um, yeah, what can I say? I really like the relationship between Nynaeve and Land developing more, yeah. the warders around the campfire, that was really good, <laughs> Alana's warders, and just her in general, <laughs> she stole part of the show there. Alana was great, yeah. And just, again, I thought it was a really good episode, really strong episode, um, that's why it's my favorite. Um, but, what okay. some of the stuff I didn't like about it is I think my least favorite part of the episode was the battle of the dragon sworn in the woods. And I think a large part of that has to do with just the budget that they had for this episode, that it was so tame that the Aes Sedai attacking the dragon sworn was just like some planted explosions in the leaves that kind of boom, boom, boom all over the place. 
And like you said, the battle strategy, which, I mean, if you have members of the Battalaja there, should mm. they should be planning more strategy than run into the woods and get in the way of our archers and channel our power users and be in their way so that you get hit with it instead of the Dragonsworn. But, again, all in all, I felt like this episode rose to the top for me based on the performance of Logan Ablar. That's right. You did an excellent job. But uh, anyway, I think our next, uh, we talked briefly before the show, our next episode is going to be kind of a news and just general like over like uh, casting update. Yes. Casting update for season two, as well as any information on season two, maybe even the progress if we can find some information about that out. Then the next episode we do after that might be a positives and negatives for the first season and kind of just season one recap as a whole. And maybe we'll get into some uh, predictions for season two or some early, early predictions. for Yeah, season early, two. early predictions, because, OK, well, we have we're, we're talking about this. I just want to throw this in here. I looked this up and I'm disappointed to say that Lord of the Rings, the Amazon series that's going to be coming out mm-hmm. also here on Prime. Um, Lord of the Rings we'll probably have to cover that. Maybe <laughs> Lord of the Rings will not be released until September 2022. So what that means for Wheel of Time season two, that is what I'm a little worried about. I don't know if they're going to release it before Christmas next year. Before, mm. so we'll might be smart to push it back. We'll see. Yeah, because if they're not going to want it to directly compete with Lord of the Rings, and that'd be that'd be that bad if they so, did that. Yeah. It'd be almost like a death sentence to Wheel of Time, unfortunately. Yeah, it would. But if it's not going to be released before 2023, oof. That's a long time waiting, especially with the momentum they've built, you know, like with all the questions season eight or episode eight left us with. But we know there was a lot of, you know, there's been a lot of delays with things because of COVID. So that may be. Yeah. Like you said, though, I think what we should do next episode is just go over updates on season two that we have so far which will mostly just be some casting updates and also just an update on filming if we can find that out as well yeah sounds good all right so with all of that being said we will see you all the next turning of the wheel goodbye bye